Hey there, freedom-loving carnivores. It's Jeff Dornick from Freedom First Network, and I've got a message for you. Are you tired of feeling like your beef choices are under siege? Well, fellow patriots, it's time to fight back with Prepper All Naturals. That's right, folks. In a world where the beef industry is under constant attack, Prepper All Naturals is here to stand tall and proud as a veteran-owned beacon of quality, taste, and freedom. When the guys at Prepper All Natural set out to provide you with the finest beef products, they knew they had a duty to defend America's beef legacy, and that's why we're proud to partner with them, bringing you the best of what this great land has to offer. Whether it's their succulent freeze-dried beef cubes or their premium freezer boxes packed with steaks and roasts, we're redefining what it means to enjoy beef today and tomorrow. And let me tell you folks, their freeze-dried beef isn't just delicious, it's built to last. With proper stores, their beef cubes can maintain their quality and freshness for up to a decade, ensuring you'll never have to compromise on taste or nutrition. But wait, there's more. They're not just in the business of selling beef. They're in the business of defending freedom. That's why they promise to never sell you anything less than 100% all-American natural beef. No lab-grown imposters, no experimental jabs, and certainly no compromises with the woke agenda. So, fellow beef enthusiasts, join us in our mission to protect America's beef legacy. Visit freedomfirstbeef.com and use code FFM for 15% off your order. Because when you choose Prepper All Naturals, you're not just eating well today, you're eating well tomorrow. And together... We'll ensure that beef remains a symbol of freedom for generations to come. Prep for all naturals, where beef meets freedom. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Battlefront Frontline. I am your host, Dustin Faulkner. And it has been a really hot week here in Texas. And you can tell by the temperatures rising. And you can tell that throughout the nation, they keep talking about a lot of temperatures rising. And I'd just like to say that you just see a bunch of cows die of heat exhaustion. But is that really in line? With everything that's been happening mm, to this point forward with plants burning down, uh, food supply shortages, Abbott closing, not Governor Abbott, but the Abbott who makes the baby formula and everything, closing down its plant once again. What is this nation looking at as far as its food supply? And how is that used to torture a citizenry to make them finally give in? to the rescue plan of those in elected power, or taken power for that matter. Only one can tell. But we have a full program tonight, and you know what? It's going to be deep, it's going to be strong, and there's going to be some people angered, righteously, and also those will be angered unrighteously because of things that will be revealed. Because tonight we have... Mark and Terry Stamen coming on the program here in the second segment, and we're going to be discussing how the CPS is taking kids from people. The family court system that is being used to steal not just children, but also 
adults, there's a lot to be said here, and we're going to reveal a lot of it tonight. Don't go away. You want to stay tuned to this. And then later in the program, we're going to be bringing on Carolyn Blakeman. She is of the former Feds Group. It is an organization that is start, was started uh, back in, I believe, I believe 2016, something like that. But it's incredible what's happened here to our nation regarding this bioweapon and this virus that people still um, kind of adhere to, uh, but maybe they're really not. Maybe they're tired of the things. But when we reveal some of the things tonight that she has to say, and there's some people that may be watching, putting up laughing faces and being a silly clown. However, I'll tell you what, you know that they're coming for you. And I just like to really get get on this uh, because they've really been going to try and take your guns away uh, using all of these things. But people aren't having it. And I'll tell you why. Because there's some news that was just come that has just come out that uh, Corning, the clown down here in Texas, got on the GOP convention stage. And we were supposed to be at that, but we were not able to make that. We had to cover some things uh, here uh, in, in that work and everything. But that's fine. And I'm sorry I missed it because he was booed loudly. And you know what? That goes to show you that people aren't playing the game about the red flag laws. You hear that? You know that's right. Because you know we're not going to take it. And we're not going to let you take it. But I got to say this. Are they really ready to stop it? And how is it going to be stopped? Because, well, you know, Governor Abbott during the primaries, everything he showed up to, he was booed loudly. People didn't want to really put up with him anymore. But he was able to nab that from three people that were in the primary that had more guts and strength and servitude to be able to take it. Are we going to really be taken over in this nation? Because here's a case in point. You've seen that uh, the Fort Worth Police Department is taking advantage, or trying to for that matter, of all of the crying and the hurt and the pain that people are going through to try and put out $100 gift cards in an attempt to get people to turn in their weapons unloaded. See, that's how it starts. They start to try and offer you incentives to give up your Second Amendment rights by turning in your weapons. This has happened in various countries. I believe it happened in New Zealand. I believe it happened there in Australia. People in Australia have warned about that because look where they stand now after this 2020 bioweapon was released upon the world and their politicians started going after them because they had no way to fight back against the tyranny. They had no way to defend themselves. They've warned about this. And then when they can't get through with the incentives, they're going to go through the churches. Now, we've reported on that before. They will train these people to come after your weaponry and to use the Romans 13 falsely to encourage you that you should not be fighting back. You hear that, John Popper? We ain't playing games. We know your game, and we aren't going to give it up. But I'm hoping that people are listening to me now and knowing that there is a, an effort by those that say they're on your side to take your rights away. And we're going to reveal that tonight. And you better be ready because you better buckle up, Buttercup. It's going to be raw tonight. And you know what? I'm coming with passion because we need to be passionate. And not only that, I have a headache, but this, this, forget about that. 
I'm probably going to make it worse, but I'm not going to stop because this has to be done. We have to declare the truth and we have to stand firm. They're coming and they're coming with full effort. You can boo them on stage all day long, but we keep putting them in power. And that all falls into the citizenry. That all falls into us. And we can take back this nation. We can deliver the truth. And it happens by delivering the truth through independent media who doesn't stand down, who will not bow to the cancel culture, who will say what needs to be said. That's what I do. I will say it at the risk of everything. I said it back there in 2020 repeatedly. And you know what? It cost me a lot then. It cost me job offers. It cost me, and I needed a job then. But you know what? I wasn't going to bow down. And I wasn't going to give in. And I had people telling me that I should calm it down. And that I should think about my family. And that I should think about my future. Well, let me tell you what. I didn't calm down and I didn't stop. I'm not going to stop and I'm seeing the fruit from it. And I thank every one of you who continue to support this organization because I do it for you. And you know what? When it's time to spank it, I'm going to spank it. And I want you to have the same intestinal fortitude. That's why I seek out the information and I work to deliver it to you in the very small amount of time that I have. And I'm not about to stop. And I'm not about to let this country go down. Because I will not take it. And neither will you. I'm looking forward to seeing what happens here. But we're going to go away here real quick. We're coming up. Uh, we want to get uh, Terry, uh, Mark and Terry's st- uh, statement on. Uh, it's, it's going to be so very important. Uh, we don't want you to go away. So you stay tuned with us. This is Battlefront Frontline. Hi, friends. Dr. Michelle Sherwood here. I'm Dr. Mark Sherwood. Many people know about our clinic, but we also have a desire to help people who can't personally visit us, but still want to take steps towards better health. Our two-week health reset is a great first step and requires no video appointments or tests. With our health reset, you will get 28 detox shakes to provide the ideal nutritional foundation, 28 supplement packs with key nutrients, and access to daily videos where we encourage you along the two-week process. Our health reset plan is usually $180. Now. It's just $169 with your promo code. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer. Take a simple step and let us guide you on the road to feel better. Welcome back to Battlefront Frontline. I am your host, Dustin Faulkner. And tonight we are doing, we have a really heavy program uh, tonight, filled with many people tonight, we have Carolyn Blakeman coming up here after this segment with the former Feds group. Uh, we're going to be discussing a numerous amount of things. It's going to be a really full night. And as we have discussed, we are going to be bringing on a couple here uh, who has a very strong story to tell. You know that we've been talking about 
the Gestapo CPS organizations that this is, we talked about this for some time and you know that they are snatching children at the behest and the control of the government who is out there to take away children uh, from you, especially if you are a dissident, especially if you do not come on and apply yourself to their UN agenda 2030. And you remember the rights to the child that was put forth by Hillary Clinton and all of those people that is part of the UN that has allowed them to control taking children. And we have a really strong story here tonight with Mark and Terry Stamen. You need to stay tuned to this. Don't change the channel. Don't go somewhere else. This is very important for you to hear. Let's welcome Mark and Terry Stamen with Let Our Children Go to the program. How are you guys doing this evening? Hey, Dustin. Thank Hi, you. Dustin. Yeah, we appreciate you having us on the battlefront because uh, that's kind of right where we're at right now. Um, we're on the warpath. Um, it's, a, it's a spiritual and an information war. Uh, that we're fighting. And uh, so we hope it doesn't go beyond that. But uh, so we hope that getting out the right information um, via great people uh, such as yourself on your platform will help inform. Folks, listen up. I've got something crucial to share with you today. In this uncertain world, you need to be prepared for anything, especially when it comes to your health. That's where the wellness company comes in, offering you peace of mind in a box with their medical emergency kit. Picture this, you're faced with a medical emergency and you need quick, effective treatment. The wellness company's medical emergency kit is like having a strategic arsenal of life-saving medications right at your fingertips. From proven treatments like ivermectin to generic Z-Packs and amoxicillin, this kit has got you covered. But that's not all. Every kit comes with a medical emergency guidebook, ensuring you have the knowledge to use these medications safely and effectively. It's like having a medical professional right there with you when you need it most. And here's the kicker. Use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. That's right, folks. 10% off, peace of mind in a box. Don't wait until it's too late. Get your medical emergency kit today and be ready for whatever comes your way. Stay safe, stay prepared with a wellness company. Again, use code FFN to get 10% off your medical emergency kit at twc.health/ffn. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Um, or otherwise unknowing Americans as far as what's happening to um, American families and our children uh, under the color of law. So thank you, Dustin, for hosting us. No, it's it's a real pleasure. It's uh, This is actually an honor of mine to have uh, the two of you on the program because you have a lot to offer the American public, the world public, um, regarding what is happening with 
the CPS and all of the other issues that we see, especially coming out of 2020, when all of this is really, really, really is picking up storm. Um, and you're starting to see a lot of this happening um, now. <laughs> and uh, let's first start with this. Let's, let's start with your story. Um, this is an interesting story that the two of you have. Uh, tell us uh, who you are and what has happened to you and regarding these issues. Yeah, thank you, Dustin. Um, we'll, 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 we'll go ahead and, uh, and get right on into that. Um, we, um, we have been in the public arena now since around August or September of uh, 2020. And we, we did that because we didn't have any other place to go after every other agency um, that we went to failed us in respect to the color of law kidnapping of our children. And um, you talk about what's happening within the CPS and family court system. Um, we didn't know really what was going on in 2016 until we got thrust into it. And the way it unfolded for us is um, um, it's a pretty big story and we could probably talk for hours. And uh, we just want your viewers to know that we have two organizations that we've launched. Uh, the Heritage and Freedom Coalition, which is at h3fc.com and letourchildrengo.org. And we have uh, many other interviews that we've posted um, where people can get some of the details because um, I don't know if we're going to have time to get into everything. But the big picture is, is that um, we have been subject to a fraudulent operation um, that many of our fellow Americans are being subjected to. And uh, it's fraudulent in that um, even though child abuse and neglect is a criminal statute um, in the state that we were subjected to this in the state of Kentucky, um, as well as other states that parents are not being proceeded against um, pursuant to a criminal matter. Uh, so they're being denied due process and they're framing it in a way they, where they call it a civil proceeding, even though there is no legitimate civil proceeding because there's no contract. Um, like in our case, we had no contract with anyone in the state of Kentucky for the welfare of our children. And uh, many other parents that we've talked to um, don't have, have that either. So there's really no place for this type of a government action. And so that's the nature of the fraud in a nutshell. But what happened to us is um, we got thrust into this uh, when we took our 17-year-old daughter, Amy, in for a simple eye test. And I'm just going to touch on the high points as we go forward here because there's a lot of things that happened in between a sequence of days. But beginning in February of 2016, February 25th, 2016, we took her in for a simple eye test, practitioner we had never seen before. And uh, during the course of the examination, um, you know, Amy was tall and thin like us. She had grown a lot like any normal adolescent. She's always um, eaten um, healthy foods. And so, you know, she had, she had, she, she, she just looked great. She just like any other adolescent and uh, she looked really good. And, um, so when this practitioner starting in these probing questions and the fact that Amy's eating habits and uh, uh, expressed some concern about her weight, they wanted us to um, set up another appointment um, that we didn't feel comfortable doing. And, uh, you know, basically they want to do blood work um, and, you know, all these other things that we weren't there for. That's not what we went there for. Just an eye, an eye check. Okay. And so um, within a few days of that initial assessment, we began receiving harassing phone calls from this doctor. Uh, doctor's office saying that we really need our daughter in. Um, she might have some additional problems and uh, in respect to that, she may be anorexic. And, uh, you know, we just, uh, to us, we were just kind of shocked by it. Like there's just no way that our daughter, we, we observed her eating habits and her lifestyle choices, um, you know, her entire life. And uh, um, we knew she was fine. And so um, 
uh, as things unfolded from there, another 30 days go by. And, um, you know, really nothing else happened up until March 25th of 2016 when we went to the girlfriend uh, of Terry's father. We went to go visit them on Friday night. Um, but before that, um, Terry started getting some phone calls as if from CPS in the afternoon of March 25th, 2016, uh, saying that it was from CPS and we needed to call them back in respect to one of our, uh, an issue regarding one of our children. They didn't say anything about what it was. And so I got, I got called at work. It was an emergency at home, went home, tried to calm everybody down. And we went to go to that family visit, which was a pretty routine, routine thing for us. The girlfriend of Terry's father handed us a document as if from CPS um, saying that we needed to call CPS um, regarding a matter concerning Amy. I didn't mention anything about what it was about. Um, this woman, a uh, girlfriend of, of her father, um, does not work um, in CPS, does not work with the government. She works in healthcare. And so um, I thought that was pretty strange. And then uh, being a veteran, I work with a lot of official documents um, and uh, these just jumped out at me. The first one just looked like a complete fabrication. So I had some questions. Next day, uh, March 26th, we get another one delivered to our door and um, doesn't say anything about what it's about. It was in a different type of, uh, uh, of a print. First one was kind of like in a, in a blue and then the second one was in black and it looked just as shoddy and questionable as the other one. So uh, Terry and I talked about it and we decided that, well, I'm going to go down and, and see the supervisor at the CPS office to see if um, it, you know, if these are legitimate, if there's really anything going on, whatever, whatever it is. And uh, so when I went there um, on the 28th, um, you know, he basically said, oh, yeah, we hand these out whenever there's a child welfare action issue. I said, well, what's the problem? He said, well, we got a medical diagnosis on your daughter saying that she's severely malnourished, anorexic, and without immediate treatment, she will die soon. And, <laughs> you know, I thought that was pretty strange because I had that good, I, I had another document that I had received Earlier that day, prior to that appointment, um, Terry and I, after talking about that first doctor's visit, we decided to set up another appointment just for our own peace of mind and and getting me another check. So we had a second medical opinion, and the uh, practitioner um, assessed Amy um, shorter in height, and she was uh, significantly heavier in her weight from what the first practitioner said. And so we felt really good about it. We knew that and that Amy was fine. Um, and uh, what happened was um, uh, from there, I showed him this good health document. And, uh, you know, he basically he wanted to have a copy of it. I wouldn't let him have it. And then he wouldn't let me have a copy of what he was alleging. And so we went back and forth. He wanted me to submit to an interview. I wouldn't do it. And then um, uh, to continue on with the with the timeline, the the next day on March 29th, we get another document delivered to our door saying that if we don't call CPS, that they're going to remove all seven of our children. And I'm thinking, this is the next day after I just went to go see the CPS supervisor. So why am I getting another document at my door saying they're going to remove all seven of my kids when I just showed them a good health document and wanted them to close any further inquiry? Well, they would. So that raised another red flag with us as to something not right with the situation. So later that night, it, it unfolded even more outrageously in that I had to go out of the home on some personal business. And then Terry was home with the kids, getting them ready for bed, just had a dinner. And uh, she received a knock at the door and someone who appeared to be from the Louisville Metro Police Department and a social worker said that they 
told, told Terry that uh, they needed to come into the house and look at the kids and uh, that Amy needed to be taken immediately to the hospital. And uh, of course, Terry, you know, she didn't, um, she was like, you know, well, you can come back later if you want to talk to my husband, but I'm not opening the door because they had no search warrant. Um, and so Terry wasn't going to let them in, in the house. Appropriately so. We have the Fourth Amendment protection against that. And so when I came home, she was obviously uh, upset and then um, calmed everybody down. Uh, kids were fine. And then um, the next day on March 30th, now I had taken this entire week off because I could see things that were not right from work. But I wanted to be home, take care of my family, be there for them. And uh, I don't know if these people weren't expecting me to be home or what, but um, around three o'clock in the afternoon with this huge police scene, um, it started with two or three Louisville Metro police officers and a social worker. And they come up to the door and all of our children are home and, and, and we're just going about a routine business, homeschooling them. And, uh, uh, they, they knock on the door and say, Mark, I need you to open the door. You lost custody of all seven of your children. And, um, I'm like, why are you guys here? Right. And they would never answer why they were there. Um, and I just suspected it had to do with Amy. So we had all the windows up in our house. They kept wanting to see the kids and we're like, they're running around right in front of you. Everybody's fine. And they had no documentation. They had no custody order. They had no search warrant, even though according to um, state law, they should have requested one pursuant to their March 29th visit, which we later found out they didn't do. And so this went on for about two hours. Terry called 911. Uh, additional officers were sent out. And I was going to make mention here that um, the girlfriend of Terry's father has a twin brother who worked at the time on the Louisville Police Department as a lieutenant. And we have seen a car that he drove that he drove around at the time in the church parking lot uh, next to where we live. And so we were we were wondering if he is involved in this scheme to kidnap our kids. And um, so after two hours of this, eventually. Um, we got an attorney on the phone and then it was back and forth and eventually they left, which we thought was pretty strange because why, if they were there for something that was allegedly an emergency, would you leave? So um, what happened was, is uh, they made another visit the next day, delivered like a hold in abeyance a, a memorandum. And they were trying to get us into the court on April the 1st. Um, they started delivering different documents to us, not in accordance with state process. Um, they kind of came out piecemeal. Uh, one of them was like a summons that appeared just as shoddy as the other documents to me. And then, um, so we had questions because our the names of our children were not correct on these so-called summons, which appeared to be suspicious to me. And then um, uh, on April the 1st, we did not go to the court because we had questions as to the legitimacy of any of this. And we were thinking, well, uh, we attempted to call them um, and, and get an inquiry as to whether there was something legitimate going on and uh, because they didn't have any paperwork on March 30th, and we thought that was really suspicious. And so in the afternoon of April 1st, um, after we didn't go, I was like, well, if there really was something going on, I guess they'll come in and, and they'll do their thing, right? Well, they didn't do that. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. 
a laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, what happened was we had an officer dispatch, and he stood up and said, I'm just here for a welfare check. Um, we're like, yep, yeah, everybody's fine, no problem. So he left. And then later that afternoon on April the 1st, around 5 o'clock in the afternoon, the supervisor that I went to go see, the CPS supervisor, came to our house with, with uh, one of Terry's relatives, an aunt, and delivered an a emergency custody order and affidavits and other court documentation. Now, I want people to know that we later found out that under, under family court rules and procedure, CPS is not permitted to serve court process pursuant to a child welfare action for the obvious, um, you know, that, you know, that there would be a problem. <laughs> and so they weren't even lawful in that process. And so when we began to look at these documents, they had like an, uh, something on there about an arrest warrant for me. And, you know, um, because I didn't go to the court because we didn't go to the court, but nothing for Terry, which we thought was pretty suspicious. Right. And so as it unfolded from there, um, they never came back after they left. Um, and uh, then we attempted to secure counsel. And to fast forward this a little bit, the way they got our kids is I went to the court on the advice of what I later determined found out to be with bad counsel. And uh, they, they, I, w- I went there with Amy. Um, I had to take her away from her normal activities, of, you know, be- being outside, jumping up and down on the trampoline with her sister, and uh, take her to the court per the advice of that counsel to show the judge that Amy was fine, had a good, good, good health document. And um, then when we got there, they no attempt to take Amy and say, we need to get you into the hospital. Like they had this emergency. There was none of that. They took her aside, began questioning her um, away from me with the guardian ad litem, uh, CPS and asking a lot of questions. And we went in the courtroom and, uh, and, and, and we, you know, submitted our good health document and we just asked, you know, to be left alone, be dismissed. And so Amy's, Amy approached uh, or asked to talk to the judge, um, said, I'm fine. I don't want to go to the hospital. I just want to go home. Well, she got lectured by the judge to sit down, and uh, she was ordered by the judge um, to be taken immediately to the hospital. Uh, two people who were there who eventually got custody of our children, of all seven of them, was the girlfriend of Terry's father, who was not a relative. She should not have been there, according to, um, according to court rules and state law. Um, and then, uh, so they went back to our house. And what they did with me is, uh, they said, we need to detain Mark until we get the other six children. So the judge calls my wife at home, Terry at home, and says, I'm ordering you to release your other six kids, or we're going to hold on, basically, to your husband. And so they helped me as ransom until uh, they got hold of our kids. And so they did not take Amy directly to the hospital. They took her back to our house and began moving her um, from our house down to her father's or the girlfriend's of, of her, her father's house. And then eventually later that night, they did take her to the hospital. They put her there and her, against her will for uh, about 10 days. And when she was released from the hospital, she was not diagnosed with anorexia. And so um, after they held me in court, or I mean in jail, um, for about 22 hours or so, um, and eventually they released me. And I got a letter from the attorney ahead of the time saying that Mark has not been charged with any criminal activity. Um, I had to have that to go back to work. And uh, we began this process 
us in trying to reclaim our children, Dustin. And then um, so it's been a long-running ordeal, and uh, we didn't really know what was going on. We started reaching out to families and trying to find out, get information. And then we began doing a little bit of our own investigation. And uh, we discovered something pretty significant uh, pursuant to uh, what's happening in Kentucky because um, I want everybody to know that the Jefferson County Family Court System is a self-acclaimed national model going back to 1991. And so we think what we uncovered there is happening like a script. Um, we hear similar things happening with other families across all 50 states. And um, so every motion we filed, uh, we refused to comply with the case plan. And most families who are subjected to this, uh, not knowing maybe all the rights that they have to them, will sign on a case plan thinking that they'll just get their kids back if they just comply and do what you know they're told to do. Um, but what we see happening is that they're attempting to force services upon parents. And for every service that they can force, in addition to taking the children, what happens is they get large amounts of Title IV Social Security money, our Social Security money, under the Adoption and State Families Act of 1997 that Bill and Hillary Clinton were instrumental in getting enacted into law. It, it was also facilitated by members of the 105th Congress. Um, some of them are still, still, still out there. Um, few of them. And uh, what it did was it incentivized the CPS and family court system the large amounts of our Title IV social streaming. So essentially, we Americans are funding the theft of our children with the laundering and trafficking of them and the money that's involved. And then, uh, so what we uncovered and going forward back, going forward to November 2016, we began comparing the documents that we were getting mailed to us as well as um, from our, from the attorney. And we went into the court file. And we began seeing similar images um, uh, across CPS, family court, police documents. And so we began, well, we scanned the documents and we had some letter, a letter written from the girlfriend of Terry's father. We were able to retrieve a party invitation going back to 2005. We had other things written by this woman. And uh, we began to scan and extract them. We compared them on PowerPoint. And what we uncovered was uh, this person is a very distinctive writing style. And many of the images that we were um, extracting were near exact images going back as far as 2005. And so what we think is there's been a fraudulent operation. Well, we know based on the evidence. And I have over a thousand of these, Dustin. And so what we began was, in addition to standing on the protections of our constitutional rights, we were denied all along the way. Um, we began going down a law enforcement um, avenue thinking that, well, we can show the evidence of the crime. We have plenty of them, uh, more than 50 felonies and misdemeanors that surely we're going to get justice and we'll get our children back. Well, because we would not comply with services, eventually they assigned permanent custody of our children to these other two couples, even though initially they were supposed to keep all seven children together. So um, we have some concerns as to what's going on there because um, we have not heard from our children, our four younger ones, for six years. And so in, in, in pursuing an avenue of justice, what we attempted to do was reach out to every law enforcement agency beginning in the state. We went to um, county sheriff, we went to uh, the state police, all the way up to the Department of Criminal Investigations, Attorney General, who is Andy Bashir, uh, who is now the governor of the state of Kentucky. So he knows, we, we gave him information. And yet he's sitting there doing nothing. And we went to the governor at the time, Matt Devin, who was a Tea Party candidate, thinking that surely someone will, will listen to us. And we met with constituent services, um, no help. 
And then eventually we were identifying the federal crime because there's federal money involved that we, the people are paying into, um, that these people are stealing from us. They, um, uh, we went to the FBI uh, several times, all the way up to the highest levels of the Department of Justice. Um, no remedy, no justice. Um, and we even went to U.S. attorneys in two states. And um, to their credit, in the Southern District of West Virginia, um, we did have a U.S. attorney there who, who did invite us. And we were able to present evidence to them, hard evidence, uh, totaling thousands of pages of documents. And um, the, the individual there thought it was enough to forward to Kentucky. And then it, Kentucky basically um, dismissed it. And we think there's something going on in the state of Kentucky. And um, we haven't gotten any answer, so we tried to reach the White House several times, got no answer um, there. And so we're very disheartened over it. But um, So then after traveling that entire avenue, Justin, you would think it's a last resort that we could reach out to our representatives. And I'm thinking, you know, Rand Paul, um, my constitutional rights are being you know, denied me and my children. And Thomas Massey, uh, that certainly someone's going to help us. We sent a letter to Mitch McConnell. He wrote back saying he get involved because uh, we just want to get a congressional inquiry so why the doj no one in our justice system is working to investigate and respond to us because we were just asking for them to connect with us because we had additional evidence to bring forth and yet they just brushed us off and so um Rand paul's office was engaged with us uh, for a period of time met with us um one of his constituent services uh or one, one of his uh, deputy states director met with us twice um, we put forth a petition for redress of grievances in accordance with our First Amendment protection, um, but we had no answer. And then eventually they stopped talking to us. And um, so everyone we went to, to include Brad Winstrup um, in Cincinnati, uh, after we had relocated uh, for a brief time, um, dismissed it. Um, they, they attempted to send a letter of inquiry to the FBI. They wrote back and said, oh, well, you know, the FBI. So they looked at it and that's it, basically. And can I say something about that? Yeah. And I just want to add in for your listeners, Dustin, um, for our interaction with Rand Paul's office, when we did meet um, in person one time with his uh, deputy state director, uh, whose name is Rachel McCubbin, we brought other families with us. So this wasn't just about our case. We brought an attorney from Tennessee with us. We brought uh, people from Ohio. We brought um, a family member from New Hampshire, a family member from New York, and there was another family from Kentucky there. So we had all these people that we met with her for hours, wasn't it? Yeah, several hours. So, she was very gracious in her time. So he, so Ram, so mm -hmm. Grandpa's office was very was made known of this problem that is not just affecting us, but many other families. Yeah. And, so we had. Yeah, so we had the evidence of a conspiracy to kidnap our kids, and that has been a long-running thing, people who were involved. Uh, we even asked Rand Paul's office to get our information to President Trump, and we know he met with him a few times. He played golf with him. We know that. And uh, so we've been denied justice and remedy. And, you know, the most egregious thing, Dustin, for your listeners is we're a faith-based family. And as they began this role, rolling this train, they found out they were homeschoolers. They had an additional count that we educationally neglected our children because they didn't know what grade they were in. But we never told them what grade they were in because we they, we taught them things year round, you know, and they were having a lot of successes with it. Well, so, we also wanted to say that we didn't register with the state. Yeah, and that was another thing that we didn't register with the state, even though we have proof that we did, and we submitted all of this. And so 
you know, the outcome was that um, when Amy, after she was taken and got put into one of the worst public school systems, um, she excelled and we knew she would. And she Amy had became, been, yeah, we had homeschooled for, for all of their life. So Amy was 17 at the time and she went on to become um, a governor scholar for the state of Kentucky. Yeah. And all of our other younger children were on the same path. And so, you know, I thought that we would, with all the evidence that we had, um, you know, that surely we could get justice, you know, with liberty and justice for all that we, what we pledge allegiance to. And yet um, we've been denied all that. Um, we asked for a jury trial in this process. We were denied a jury trial, which is a federal crime, um, deprivations of rights, uh, you know, violation. And um, so we, we are out here in the public arena um, because we've connected with a lot of families across the country. We want our children returned. We are not going to comply with services because I, as a veteran, took that oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States, and they're subjecting us to involuntary servitude without being convicted of a crime. So they offered services, we refused, and because we would not comply, they gave our children to other people. And in and, addition, in addition to, to that, um, Dustin, they are also, even though we've been married for 24 years, all seven of our children are from our marriage. Um, they are, the state is coming after each of us separately, saying that we have to pay them child support for the children that they stole from us. And they just take it right out of Mark's military pension. They just, they just take it right out. Yeah. So, so that's another. So the impact action. that we're, that we're living is one of many walking exhibits across our country. It's very destructive. Um, families are being, are, are traumatized as children are um, brainwashed and used as weapons against the parents, um, indoctrinated with things that are un-American. Um, and uh, it's, it's a real threat to our country because what this act does, the ASPA or the Adoption State Families Act, is that because of the monetary incentives and we know they're feeding child trafficking networks, um, we're seeing a couple very important things happen that are very a big threat to all of us. And that is, um, they have to increase the number of children taken every year to receive a monetary bonus under the ASPA. And uh, most children who are taken are not placed with relatives. Um, some are, but, but not very many. And the reason for that is, large amounts of our Title IV Social Security money flow out to the states and all the interrelated agencies and the people who are facilitating this evil scheme uh, for foster care placement. And that's why people may hear commercials, um, radio, TV, see signs in their community saying that we need more foster parents. It's not that we need more foster parents. We need to, first of all, get back the proper due process and not have any children be stolen unless there's been a criminal matter involved. And then if there is, then we need to find a way to place children with their relatives. And we need to defund uh, ASPA and the money that's, that's, that's driving this. And so um, in our case, we feel that because of the nature of the conspiracy, and we've heard about this from other people, that the services that some parents do comply with, that they will attempt to fabricate um, things like a drug test or a psychological evaluation or family counseling. And they'll just come up with stuff, and they'll use it against the parents to facilitate the eventual either adopting out or the continued permanent placement outside of their natural home which has a very debilitating effect on the children. And I'll let Terry talk a little bit about that pursuant through her organization that she founded, um, letterschildrengo.org. Yes, yeah, so well, go ahead. <clears throat> so basically what you've just said here now, obviously from the sounds of it, 
the your 17 year old daughter she's already well above age now right so she's in, considered an adult after all three, of this yes we have three children that are 18 or older now and it's we're working on reestablishing a relationship with them and it's just very hard because of the trauma and the destruction that they've caused by coming in taking our children and basically giving our children the impression that we aren't good parents and uh so we're working through that but it's very it's that's one of the missions of our organization um dustin is to help the families to restore what has been stolen from them because of the trauma that the children have to go through when they're ripped from their families like this um so yeah it's it's a very destructive process and uh, we have faith that our family is going to be restored uh, and we're thankful that our children are still alive because there's some children that don't come out of this system alive so um we're thankful for we're thankful for that and we have faith that our family is going to be restored but right now we just continue to fight for them uh, and do what we can to raise awareness, hoping that maybe some somebody will hear our story and will come forward to help us uh, maybe file something legally uh, within the court system. But, um, you know, the only thing we know to do now is just warn other families about what is happening, especially with what's going on with the whole the, the shot and the gender insanity. And people need to realize that the way this system is currently operating, they can come in and take your child and say that you are medically neglecting your child, that you are emotionally abusing or neglecting your child, perhaps because you don't want to recognize what, uh, you know, they want to say that they're a gender other than what you want to say they are. So it's a very real threat to families um, even if people don't have their own their own children if they have grandchildren or they have family members that are children or even um, I don't know if you're aware with what they will do sometimes with adults it's, it's like adult protective services so there's a real threat out there and people need to realize that these people come with the force of the police and the courts behind them. It's not just a CPS worker coming to your door and you're just gonna tell them to go away and then, you know, everything that's not how it operates. Okay. They've got they've got the courts and the police backing them up in what they're doing. So we need more people to become aware of what's happening and part of what we want to achieve with Let Our Children Go is to have people to reach out to us so that we can join together and to raise awareness and to use our voice collectively to work to reclaim our rights. Um, and so people can reach out to us. We have a contact um, form on our website, letourchildrengo.org, and they can find links to our social media on there. If people can follow us on social media at Let Our Children Go and help us share. One of the things that I usually do with a social media is that I'll just share the mainstream media articles that come out about foster parents being arrested or foster children being abused or, you know, those kind of stories to help educate people that maybe don't listen 
listen to programs like yours or other alternative news and they may not be hearing it on the national news like Fox and CNN, but there are uh, local mainstream media stations that will report on these issues. So if, if people can follow us on social media and just please just help us every day, just send out an article um, and help educate other people what's happening and realize that this is a threat for all American families and we need to work together to address it. Yeah, so part of the vision, uh, Dustin, is that we can connect with other people because what these people in our system are failing to do is to provide us a government of, by, and for the people. These things are happening um, all across the country, like I said, in closed courts, behind locked doors, with no jury, no public oversight. It's one judge, most likely corrupted by the money, uh, maybe even the child trafficking, and we know that um, this is a pipeline to child traffic um, and then the re-education of our children. They've done that with one of our children um, in, into socialism and communism. Um, it's totally turned away from um, our faith-based um, instruction that we guided her in for most of her life um, and then to a worldview that's completely contrary to our heritage um, as Americans. And that's why I also founded the Heritage and Freedom Coalition which is, can be found at h3fc.com to, to address the larger issues. Um, and all of these things are done under the disguise or the narrative of safety and best interest. Um, but there is no safety and best interest of the children, as Terry highlighted, the damage being done to families and parents. Parents are really suffering going through this. And then our country, because our children are our future. And so we're being denied our rights and our children, our money being stolen um, through this fraudulent operation. And we want the American people uh, to become aware of the, the truth based on the facts. And we have evidence that we're going to continue to disclose. We've already put some of it out there um, so people can see the picture that what we say we can prove. Um, we wouldn't be out here doing that if we couldn't. And we already have to some extending. Visit h3fc.com and see some of that. Plus, see our interview series with Jim White at Northwest Liberty News, who was instrumental in breaking our story and many other um, American parents and children who are having this happen to them. So, um, we're very grateful for anyone who is having the courage to take this on because the nature of the threat is real. And so um, our, our hope is that we can join people together and that maybe in, um, with, with larger numbers, maybe the people in our system of government will get the message that we want corrective action. We want this to stop because right now they're just brushing off people individually as they come to them. And we know people who travel the same course as we have and they get turned away and denied. And so it's the same pattern of things, and yet our children continue to suffer and livelihoods are being destroyed. And so, you know, we are a much better country than that. We are a much better people than that. And um, so our hope is that joining people together, um, being an information hub, a place where people can gather together, get the information, share information, and then maybe move, be a movement that really moves um, the people that we entrust to secure our rights and prosecute crimes and provide a real uh, representative form of government, which we're not getting, that we can that we can affect that peacefully. And so that's our approach, is that we want to be that peaceful resolution or slash revolution, so to speak. Um, but we need other people to do it. And uh, Terry sometimes highlights how people will say, well, I'll just use my Second Amendment. But, you know, we have to get, if we can't get people together at a coffee shop, you know, your First Amendment is only going to take you so far, and they're still going to come into your house and take your kids. Okay, so 
that's only good if we're going to join together. But we want to use our voices and proceed peacefully. We are not about violence, and we don't promote or esteem that in any way. Uh, we want to be the shining city on a hill that our founders uh, envisioned for our country. We want to be do our part with that and our children. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And, um, you know, we're in this, even if we do get, our, when we do get our kids back, we know at some point we will, but we're in this fight to bring this entire thing to an end because children who are subjected to this are then at increased risk of having this happen to them when they become parents. We, we've talked to people who have been in the foster care and CPS system and their children uh, or when they become adults, they come after their children and take them because they were in the system or have case history and then they see them as maybe being a threat. And so wow. uh, it's, it's really a problem. And so we really appreciate you letting us speak so openly um, so that your audience can share the story. And so we have people to share, like Terry said, not just on social media, but also Word of mouth travels really fast and it goes far. And so if you can even reach out to two or three, maybe four people a day or every few days, let people know what's going on, refer them uh, to us and, and we can connect you to other influential people. And together we we have faith that we will be able to fix this because right now the entire system is broken. And Justin, I'd like to say too um, that one of the, the things we would like to do maybe is to have like chapters in each state so that people can um, do things more locally. Uh, like General Flynn says, local action makes a national impact. So we really want people that hear us sharing our story to reach out to us, please. Um, General Flynn's sister, Mary, uh, she had her own grandchildren taken and put into the foster care system at one time. So she is an ambassador our organization uh, and that we've got a page on our on our website where you can read more about that we have an ambassador page and then we also have the contact form on there so please anybody that's listening you can go to letourchildrengo.org and um, send us a message let us know how you would like to help because everybody has a, a gift or a talent that they can utilize in helping to fight for the children, because this is really about the children. They're traumatizing the children by stealing them from their families. They're taking people. I don't know if you knew or how many of your listeners know that they can come in and take your children and keep them and never charge you with a crime. I mean, do people know that? Do they understand that that is what is happening in our country? They are 
So the family court system, they can, it's, it's considered a civil court system. So these parents are not getting charged with the crime. They're just having their children taken and, and redistributed to strangers, either through the foster care system or uh, to eventually being adopted out. And we know, you know, in our network of, of friends and support that we have, we know grandmothers, you know, family members, they, they maybe their child had a drug problem or, or you know, whatever. They, and they won't let the grandparent have the child. And so it's just, a, it's a sick system what's happening. So they're taking these children and, and they're traumatizing them and those children grow up and then they have to deal with that trauma and maybe get into drugs or end up in prison themselves uh, or become perpetrators because they were sexually abused in the foster care system. So it's a really bad problem that we all need to work together to fix. And there are children that need protection for parents who have committed crimes against them and have been sent to prison for committing crimes against them. And if they don't have any brothers or sisters or cousins or close family or, I mean, close friends like church family or, you know, somebody in the church that knows that the children are familiar with, um, then maybe, you know, we need to work on something to where that can provide for those children. But this, the way the system is set up right now is traumatizing the children and it's putting the children in danger. Yeah. And, and Sorry about that. <laughs> um, well, I mean, it, it really is. You're, you you everything that you've said here uh, just adds up to this billion dollar industry of the family court system, uh, the theft of the children. Um, you know, we've interviewed people like Sam Mast, whose brother uh, experienced uh, death <laughs> because his children were stolen at, you know, because of a woman and then her father comes and kills him uh, when he's about to win everything back of his children. Um, it's really a huge, huge business that makes them a lot of money. And these family court judges make a lot of money from this. The lawyers make a lot of money from this. It's got to stop. It has to end and we have to do something about it or this will continue to metastasize uh, and we'll lose. They're already taking our rights away as individuals. Now they'll use this even more to continue to fund that system while um, getting our children and then turning them into loyal uh, uh, pawns in their game of re-education into communism, just what happened to one of your children. Well, guys, I, we, we've run out of time. Uh, I really appreciate that you've come on. Uh, I hope to have you back at some point uh, so we could go deeper into some issues uh, on this. I know that there's a lot more to what you guys are doing, um, but I really thank you guys. So everybody needs to go to what to tell them one more time before we head on out where they need to go and how they can get with you. Yeah, go to letourchildrengo.org and you can find links for our, our fundraiser there. You can find links to uh, the Heritage and Freedom Coalition um, and they can find the contact page there that will come directly. Our email is listed on there, but they can fill out that contact form and that'll come directly to our email also. And just, I, I do want to mention too, Dustin, that just so people know, I was looking at the numbers earlier today from the gov that the government puts out 
and the number they reported was um, there's around 400,000 children in foster care. So this issue is affecting hundreds of thousands of people. Wow, that that's devastating. Well, we appreciate I appreciate you guys coming on here, uh, taking your time to uh, tell your story and the organization that you have put together, even though you're still going through it, which is just blows my mind that you still haven't got them back. Uh, thank you for coming on here and letting everybody know this truth. Thank yeah. You, thank you, Dustin. God bless you. God bless you. Well, everybody don't go away. We have Carolyn Blakeman coming on next. This is Battlefront. Front. Many people know about our clinic, but most don't realize we help patients around the globe reach their health goals. Deep down, you know there's got to be a way to get there, but you don't know where to start. Our starter plan is the first step. You'll get everything you need to experience a health transformation in 120 days. You'll start by resetting your health with a two-week detox. Then you'll implement our proven anti-inflammatory food plan. On top of this, you'll get a 120-day supply of essential supplements, omega-3, and vitamin DK, as well as our homeopathic drops to accelerate your health goals. Go to Sherwood.tv now and use the promo code on your screen to receive this exclusive offer and save a total of $80. This is your path to more energy and better health. Welcome back to Battlefront Frontline. I am your host, Dustin Faulkner, and we just got off with Terry and Mark Damon, and that was an incredibly deep interview. You all are going to have to go back and listen to the whole thing. Uh, there's a lot of intricacies there that was said. It was pretty long, but we did not want to disturb the story that was unraveling before us. This is a problem that we are dealing with, with, you know, especially when you are an American dissident in the, under the communist pressure that we are dealing with, with the pressure from above, the pressure from below, pushing us into the center with the Hegelian dialectic process in order to change you into the new world order. And you go back and listen to that when we bring it back on demand there at Freedom First Network, frankspeech.com, and the various other platforms that we share it upon, like Bradion and BitChute and others. Um, also, don't forget, you can go over there to mypillow.com forward slash battlefront and use the code battle and get up to 66% off of your orders. Now, you know that they just now at Walmart got on the bandwagon of canceling him and costing him $40 million. I believe the, the, the number is, uh, or maybe 40 employees and, and, and $4 million, something like that. Um, but you could get it much cheaper by using the code battle uh, and you could support good organizations and efforts like Mike Lindell's and Battlefront Broadcasting. These are very important issues to deal with. We got to take back what is ours. 
And that is this nation. And now we're going to be bringing on here in just one second, uh, Carolyn Blakeman, she is with the former Feds Group Freedom Foundation. Now, this is a very important organization in what they do. Now, I'm not going to go into it because we're going to bring her on here to do it. And you're going to see that there are people out there which are doing the work to take back the country. And you have to learn about these organizations and get them out into the open so that we can prevent the precipice of disaster which we face. So let's go ahead without further ado and welcome Carolyn Blakeman to the program. How are you doing this evening? Good. Carolyn? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Well, you have a uh, quite an interesting organization. Uh, it actually goes into uh, numerous areas as I was reading and, and studying a little bit about your organization. Um, maybe you might want to tell everybody a little bit about who you are, uh, where you guys started this organization and what you're doing. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, the former Feds Group Freedom Foundation um, started back in 2016, actually. Um, it did mostly humanitarian um, projects, several in Vietnam. Um, but since the COVID pandemic hit, we've changed gears and focused completely on um, the crimes that are being committed um, because of this pandemic, this man-made pandemic. Um, the vaccine injuries, the, the hospital protocols, um, just anything um, that is hospital corruption, government corruption, anything that has to do with um, crimes that are being perpetrated against the American people um, concerning COVID. Oh, well, so you, you guys have, uh, you know, like basically you're bringing different aspects in different professions that you're dealing with this, right? There's like, um, from what I, I, I'm trying to understand, uh, from what I see here, it looks like you have different, like, uh, organizations and, and subgroups within your organization is, am I right about that? Well, our, our founder is a former federal prosecutor of 21 years. He worked with the DOJ, the FBI, the inspectors general. Um, he built task force. He did a lot of investigations, um, in the government and he saw the corruption firsthand and he said, I'm not going to go along with this. I'm going to get out and fight it. Um, our general counsel, is a brilliant Harvard attorney. Um, he actually was running for Congress in the state of New York and was a big advocate for early treatments um, for COVID and was um, advocate for ivermectin. Of course, they didn't like that. It's off patent and doesn't cost anything. So they pretty much ran him out of his own town. Um, and he moved since then. Um, we're basically a group of volunteers. Um, I came on full time volunteering about over a year ago. Um, I'm a political blogger since 2016 and um, blogging on government corruption. And when this pandemic hit, there's just something in my gut that told me this wasn't right. So I dove deep into researching um, what this disease was, what this virus was, where it came from, different protocols of all the countries across the world. And what I found was there was working early treatments. Different countries were using them. They were being successful. And we were keeping that from the American people. Well, about that time, one of my blogs made it up to New Jersey, where this former federal prosecutor is. And he saw it and contacted me. He wanted me to be on a Zoom call with a bunch of people from around the world. At the time, he was suing Facebook for censorship of early treatments. And he was impressed with my research and my writing and wanted me on that call to give my two cents. Um, We've then kind of 
lost touch. And about um, a few months later, we saw each other again on a Facebook group. Of course, that one got disbanded. It was called the People's Medicine. But um, he emailed me and told me about the the former feds group and asked me if I wanted to join the team. And I've just been on there constantly um, since working more than full time, seven days a week um, with this organization, because it's so important. We're doing such great things and um, really fighting for justice in a crimes against humanity um, perspective. The, the rest of our task force is widows and victims and volunteers from across the country. We also do team up with other organizations, anything, anybody or organization that is on our side that knows what's going on and wants to fight with us. We will join up because I think one big voice is going to be much more um, successful than a lot of little voices. And there are a lot of great organizations out there trying to fight this like we are. Um, We take the more legal um, road because we do have the experience behind us with with our uh, founder and our general counsel and more attorneys are are joining our group. Um, We have a panel of the best doctors in the world that, you know, have been outspoken up outspoken about um, early treatments and we're building a citizens task force that is going to, it's a grassroots movement that is, has a lot of different components. We operate on a project management platform, a very sophisticated one that we can put 10,000 people on and more, even more if we can and really tackle these issues that are facing Americans today. And so to tell me this because you guys are, are working through dealing with all of this the government corruption and um the the people that the one of the people that i've met i believe is a widow who uh, uh, andrea i believe her name mm-hmm. is andrea Knowles, and she mm-hmm. uh, is a widow and, and and she works with this group what what kind of things are you seeing here uh throughout the landscape uh, right now, like regarding this, especially because we're moving into looking at another shutdown. You have the supply chain crisis um, and you have a lot of corruption there with the Biden administration and what we're dealing with, with the January 6th uh, Stalinist show trial right now. What what kind of things are is your group seeing right now? And um, just horrible, horrible stories. Um, we have our COVID-19 Humanity Betrayal Project that we're building. Um, We've got about 150 recorded interviews of stories of victims that have been tortured literally and um, killed in hospitals um, because of this government mandated protocol, denied working early treatments. The treatment of these people is horrendous. Um, Most of them aren't bathed, fed, um, they're mocked, they're euthanized. they're ridiculed if they're not vaccinated, which we all know that the vaccine is not a vaccine. We have to change that narrative and call it something else, a dangerous biological weapon um, or an agent because it, it doesn't work. We all know that. And we interview vaccine injured as well. Um, but the, the interviews, I encourage people to go to our website and look um, at, watch some of the videos under a COVID-19 humanity betrayal project. They, if those won't change your mind, nothing will. There's hundreds of stories. They're all very similar in every state across the country. Um, And people are just dying by this protocol. They know it. I think the Gateway Pundit just came out with an article that said um, 
America, the most advanced country in the world, as far as medicine goes and everything else, has more COVID deaths than any other country. And that is not because of COVID, the virus, it's because of the hospital protocol. They're issued dangerous medications like remdesivir that are um, not approved. They're under an EUA, an emergency youth author authorization, and they cause renal failure, liver failure, all kinds of stuff. I mean, it's almost clockwork. I can pretty much know what the person on the video is going to, the interview is going to say, because I've heard it so many times. They're given the remdesivir, they decline, they're put on dialysis, then they're vented, then they die. And the hospitals are being heavily incentivized for this. You know, when you get, when you give someone at home early treatments like ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine, they recover in a ma matter of days. But they, um, the EUA for the vaccine could not have been issued if they would have acknowledged there was a working treatment. Um, so they couldn't do that. So they, you know, portrayed this false narrative that it's a horse pace. It just drives me crazy watching the news and watch these um, news people just completely lie to the American people, telling them, oh, this is a horse pace. Why do you want to give your, uh, your loved one a horse dewormer or a dog dewormer? This drug is one of the two safest drugs in the world. It's on the world, um, the, the HOA's list of essential medications. That means it needs to be readily available to anybody at any time. It won the Nobel Peace Prize um, for eradicating um, terrible, terrible tropical diseases. Um, and I think it was 2015 it won the, that prize. And it absolutely works. Um, Dr. Pierre Corey went on the Senate um, in a Senate testimony and said, if you take ivermectin, you will not get sick. I've taken it every week for almost two years. I've never felt better, actually. It's an antiviral. It's an antiparasite. It's an anti-inflammatory. And it's just got it's a wonder drug. It really is. And they have kept this from the American people. We would not have near the deaths we have. For instance, Rwanda, um, last time I checked, they had 1,409 deaths. Why? Because the people there take ivermectin weekly. They call it the Sunday, Sunday drug because of the parasites. And they don't have a COVID pandemic there. But America, with the most you know, advanced medical technology in the world, we have over a million deaths. And it's it's not a coincidence and it's all by design and it's very sick and it's got to stop. We're torturing and, and our own people. They're suffering. They're dying. And it's not just the people that are dying. It's the trail of despair and depression and, and just complete lives ruined that the people that are left behind, you know, young, young widows with little children and and just what I'm finding is it's the young, strong husband that dies, it's the, un, the unvaxxed because they target them. The treatment protocol completely changes. If they tell them, you tell them you're vaxxed or unvaxxed. Um, but the vaxxed are dying too, but um, they just treat them better in the hospital. And then the elderly and the special needs and disabled. You know, I think it's just a clear agenda to wipe out part of the certain groups, the population, because they think we're overpopulated. And it's just, it's a complete disregard of our rights, of our Bill of Rights, and um, violation of international law, especially the Nuremberg Codes, and people aren't saying anything about it. A lot of people don't know that's going on. So one of our main focuses is building this database of, you know, thousands of stories eventually, of searchable database that investigators and attorneys can look at 
and historians, because we need to preserve the historical record, find out what went wrong and how do we not let it happen again. But also, you know, make sure that these people are held accountable that passed down these deadly protocols. Yeah. And so I, I don't know if you've seen seen the news or, or anything recently, but you if you were to go over to thelibertydaily.com, which is basically like a website that uh, is similar to what Drudge used to be, mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, they compile all of these articles and uh, in, in news reports from all over the place. Right. And one, and one of the proprietors in, in the owners of that is J.D. Rucker. And he's a journalist out of uh, the Knock Report. He's also part of Freedom First Network. He put out a really interesting article uh, today, actually, about um, why did 49 governors pre-order the deadly COVID jabs for kids under five years old? And uh, the only only governor in the whole nation that didn't pre-order this secondary bioweapon that we call a vaccine that Trump still is bragging about with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Governor DeSantis is the only one who didn't do it. Now, you said that you guys are going to be going over, uh, going after um, the the people who have injured, especially through the VARES and in, in the, uh, the vaccine injuries that we know have happened and continue to happen, wiping out our athletes and our healthy soldiers under 30 years old, and then wiping out the elderly and diabetics, as uh, Dr. Brian Artis told us when we interviewed him. Mm-hmm. What is going to happen that we're having to deal with the governors now of our states? that are going to be giving this to our youngest of innocent people. What do you think about that? I think it's time for the American people to wake up and vote these people out. You know, the swamp runs deep and it runs in on both sides of this, of our political parties. And, you know, I'm a conservative. Um, I supported Trump. I did not like or approve of his operation warp speed. I don't think any vaccination or biological agent should be under um, an operation warp speed it take vaccines take years and years to um, to find out the you know the safety data and but I don't think that was the intention I think maybe he was deceived or I don't know what to think about that but I all I know is these are not vaccines they do not sp- stop the spread they injure thousands of people they kill thousands of people and to push this on us is absolutely the most un-American thing I can think of. 
especially giving it to children, we know that, it, I mean, VARES is so underreported anyway. Um, what we've done, though, is we've, uh, our um, general counsel has made um, a vaccine um, mandate pro se template and put it on our website. If you're faced with a situation where you are the your job or an organization is mandating you to have a vaccine, you can go straight to our website. And something that would cost an attorney, you'd pay thousands for, for him to draw up this um, this draft, we're giving it to you for free. All you have to do is print it out and fill in the blanks, and then you will get your day in front of a judge to plead your case with or without an attorney. So I, I just think that people really need to wake up and, and start researching themselves, not listening to the mainstream media, doing, doing their own research, listening to groups like ours. We've got plenty of data on our on our Facebook. Our president is Dr. Peter McCullough, been like the, the face of this pandemic. And, you know, he would not come on with an organization that was didn't know what they were talking about. And we um, are interviewing the vaccine injured. I just interviewed a lady. She's 29 years old. She worked. She had a federal job. She was an air traffic controller. And they said, you either get the vaccine or you're fired. And she worked very hard for her job and to, to get where she was at. And that's a very, very stressful job. And but she loved it. And there's not a whole lot of people that would love to go and be stressed out every single day, but we depend on those people to, you know, land our planes safely. Well, she picked her career over um, the back over the vaccine and um, she went and got the, the jab and she hasn't worked since it's been almost eight months. She's got two debilitating illnesses that there's no cure for. Um, the government has completely just, wipe their hands over that they, she hasn't heard back from them. The only way that she's staying afloat is because she had some long-term disability on her insurance, but her life has changed completely. She's 29 years old. It's, it's disgusting. Um, and to push this on children when we've got the data that adults are not handling it, they're getting serious, you know, autoimmune disorders, um, neurological disorders, um, dropping dead on the football field. I mean, it's, I please don't think, take your career over your health. Go to use our, if you need to use our um, pro se template and plead your case at least. And your health is much more important than you can get a different job because it's, it's just, it's so wrong what, what they're doing and to require us to get something that's completely investigational. It's never been used before. This messenger RNA is is not a vaccine. Everyone that I know that has been vaccinated has also gotten COVID and very sick. Right. And, you know, uh, to that point, you, you know, th there's evidence that shows that these people continue to get COVID repeatedly, even though they are vaccinated. Um, you have several people that's gotten even, what's the, what's the newest news now is that uh, the Fuhrer Fauci himself, has come down with this. Then yeah. I don't believe that this clown's been uh, injected with the mRNA weapon himself. Anyway, I believe that that's all been theatrics. I mean, there's just no way that these people who sit over us uh, and continue to uh, gallivant all over the world and the planet, uh, imprisoning people and torturing them, as you have said, in hospitals are taking that. They know better. They know that it's making people sick, uh, just like uh, with what happened with Ernesto Ramirez's uh, mm -hmm. son. He, he died of myocarditis, collapsed. A 16-year-old healthy boy, teenage 
about to be 18 year old man gone, taken yeah. from his father. And now we're still forcing this uh, issue. Uh, it's complete profit of death onto our American people. And so you, you, you know, I think it's really good that your organization is doing this. Now, do you, do you think that more people are going to start standing against this, knowing what they, uh, what's being presented here? Or do you think that we are still dealing with uh, an information suppression that's strong enough that they're not seeing what's being told? Well, I think, um, I think the word is getting out, you know, in the beginning, it was really rough. We're, you know, completely being censored. We're taking off Facebook. I've been banned from all things, Google, YouTube channel taken down just for posting truth, for posting interviews I've done with victims, not for my opinion or, you know, um, any kind of propaganda, but just for posting interviews I've done with real life American victims. And they didn't like that. So, you know, we, we are facing the censorship um, issue, but I think it's more and more people start realizing, I mean, they have killed a million over a million Americans and those a million Americans have families and those families are starting to talk. I think it's a, a very hard psychological barrier to cross to accept that you can't trust your healthcare anymore. You can't trust your doctors or your hospitals. You can't trust your media. You can't trust your government. I mean, that's a lonely place to be. And it's, and it's a very weird place to be for someone that's grown up super patriot, um, patriotic and loving this country. And now I'm, I'm very disgusted with it, to tell you the truth. I'm not going to start fighting, stop fighting for it because I think we can restore our, um, our country and our freedoms, but it's going to take courage. You know, it. I've been called every name, every tinfoil hat name and, you know, ignored and, you know, she's crazy, but it seems like when someone comes down with COVID, I'm the first person they call and um, for advice. So I think the word is getting out. Um, I think is more events like more COVID um, vaccine de or jab deaths are being um, put out there than you, finally, you just can't ignore it anymore. We're going to have so much, so many interviews and so many stories that's going to be impossible to ignore. And if and if you do ignore it, you're weak. You don't have courage, and you don't really care about your fellow American. I mean, we have to step up and in order to save this country, or they're going to win. Yeah, and so uh, that that's an important thing to say. Also, is is the lack of courage. So this is something that you know, uh, gov uh, I must say, Governor Sherwood, because it's probably going to happen. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Mark Sherwood mm -hmm. and I have spoken about this uh, uh, throughout this whole time uh, that it's really the pandemic of fear. Uh, and, 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 you know, you control people uh, by fear. Even before all of this happened with uh, uh, when it really started ramping up, I, they really went after the, the blacks and, and, and everybody uh, but with the fear that it was killing them the most. Uh, and, it really destroyed relations, uh, race relations with us uh, regarding that again, because we were finally getting to a point where you were able to reach people with like, these like Black Lives Matter. You know, I know this. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much you get into that, but I, I've spent a lot of time dealing with that and in those group and in those protests. But mm -hmm. the the biggest thing that I told people that the only way that you can control a nation is through fear of death. 
Yeah. And so now we have this point here that you people are afraid of either getting sick or losing their job for something that they know is not true. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you, what uh, in, in getting to uh, closing here, tell us uh, what people could be doing more uh, and also uh, how they can learn more about your organization, get in contact with each of you and then volunteer uh, if with their gifts and what they have to do. That's a great question because we are building the CTP, the Citizens Task Force, the CTF, I'm sorry. And we need as many Americans to join that task force. We've got all kinds of different committees. We've got state committees. We've got national committees on victim outreach, public ed- education, media outreach, um, victim support. A lot of um, our victims aren't doing well. They're suffering from depression. They need a phone call every day. Um we need volunteers to help with marketing, uh, graphic design, research, writing, editing, interviewing. Um, it, the list goes on and on. I mean, this is going to take a lot of us until we build our a, a constituency that the media can't ignore, that our politicians can't ignore. There are going to be so many of us that they're going to have to acknowledge what we've done and what we're doing and that we're not stopping. You know, this has been a fear mongering um, pandemic. They, they made you in the beginning of the pandemic, they made you scared to death. They, the media said, if you get this, you will, you know, you're going to die. They'd show the refrigerated trucks and, and just, I mean, I personally was panicked until I was like, wait, there's something going on here. And I started doing my own research. And I think it's important for um, your viewers to do their own research and, and understand what they've been telling you is not true. For the most part, I mean, unless you go to a credible independent journalist or um, media outlet like yours, they're not going to get the truth. So contact us. Our email, uh, our website is formerfedsgroup.org. If you're a victim or you um, lost somebody to this um, pandemic, you can email us at FDA death protocol at formerfedsgroup.org. Um, you'll go into, you'll be interviewed, re- live recorded interview. That interview will be shared on multiple um, media platforms. Um, it will go into our COVID-19 Humanity Betrayal Project. If you go to our website and look at that project, it's amazing. It's full of folders after folders after folders of Americans that have been snuffed out by these deadly protocols that have been passed down by the government. And, you know, doctors are caught in this trap. And we also have an amnesty project that we started that we're trying to encourage whistleblowers to come forward. If you work in a hospital, if you're a doctor, a nurse and work for the government and come tell us what you know, what you saw, what you did, what you you get this off your conscience. And when the investigations start, we will um, advocate for amnesty for you. We have are creating a panel of doctors, the best doctors in the world um, concerning this virus. And they're going to be the ones that are, you know, going to be the expert test, um, testimony in the courts when these investigations start. And if you are on the wrong side of this, then I don't know what to tell you. So come forward and and disclose what you know, and we'll try our best to um, advocate for amnesty for you because the investigations are coming. They are. There's already been several brave um, attorneys from different states that even though they have immunity from anything COVID, the the law firms, I mean, the hospitals, law firms are getting on board. 
And I've already gotten probably five attorneys saying, I don't care what, if they've got this immunity, there's loopholes in every case. COVID, didn't, they didn't walk in with a flesh-eating virus that ate off half your face. That's not COVID. That was neglect and um, lack of treatment and lack of care. And those kind of stories happen all the time. There was one 33-year-old pregnant mother. They in, made her induce labor early, lied to her about their, her gestation of her baby, how big it was, how many, how old it was. And then they proned her, which is putting her on her, your stomach. Um, I think the most you should prone somebody, I think I read was 18 hours. They left her on her stomach, ventilated for 216 hours. She had bed sores down to the bone, the size of dinner plates. That is not COVID. That's 100% medical battery and neglect. So just because there's immunities right now um, in place for hospitals for COVID, there's stuff going on that are way outside of that. And we're, that's what we're, we want to get individual justice for each of our victims, you know, individual attorneys fighting individual cases. We'll do class actions if we have to. And then we're going after crimes against humanity, which there's no statute of limitations on. This is like Nazi Germany prosecution type. And we got to bring down these corrupted systems and clean house and start over and get these corrupted politicians that have been bought and paid for by big pharma, by big tech out of there. And it's going to take a lot of people standing up for this country and helping us do that. So please contact us at formerfedsgroup.org. You can contact me directly, carolyn.blakeman at, former at formerfedsgroup.org. And I will get you involved and, and, and we'll, we'll get our country back. Wow. You know, that's really interesting that you said that, just the words that you used there, because that's one thing that I have been saying about this, that these are actual real-time war crimes that yes. is happening at this moment, not just with the COVID, but with the supply chain crisis and all of these torture, but torturing and that's inhumane and, mm -hmm. and, and destroying lives. These are war crimes, and you are absolutely correct to go after them in that way where there's no statute of limitations. I commend you for that. It's fantastic. You were one of the first people that I have interviewed that has referred to it as that, and you were dead on, dead on. Unfortunately, very, very we find ourselves here, yeah. Yeah, it's very sad. Well, Karen, I really appreciate you coming on. I hope that we can stay in contact uh, because because you are a wealth of information. Uh, we want to know more uh, and, and, and keep up with your group because this is something that's going to be the future of, uh, of the battle, especially mm -hmm. when we come to the end of it. And it's time for them to, to pay the pod popper, you know, because it's just it's time and, and, and we've got to do something about it. I really, really am glad for this group. Thank you. I'm I'm glad we're here too. We, we we need it. Unfortunately, never in my lifetime did I think that I'd be doing this, but it, it's here, and we got to stop it. Yes, ma'am. Well, everybody, you go there to the to her website, get all the information, uh, and 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 all of you who have had that fear and not wanting to come out, we need your testimony because the more evidence that is put out onto the yes. independent platforms, the quicker we could take this machine down. Yes. Absolutely. Well, you guys stay tuned. Thank you again, Carolyn, for coming on. Thank you. We look forward to seeing you again. Don't go away, everybody. This is Battlefront Frontline.
Hi friends, Dr. Mark Sherwood here. And I'm Dr. Michelle Sherwood. Not everyone can make an appointment with us, but you can receive many of the same educational benefits our patients receive through our most comprehensive course, Health Secrets Exposed. Modern healthcare, or should we say sick care, is more focused on profit than your health. And in this course, you'll discover what sick care has been keeping from you all along. Here's a hint. You don't need more medication. You need the simple truths in this course to unlock optimal health. Health Secrets Exposed is usually $149. Now it's just $99 with your promo code. It's time for you to learn what Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. Get access to this course now at Sherwood.tv. Welcome back to Battlefront Frontline. I am your host, Dustin Faulkner. Now, we're out of time here. I just wanted to make sure that we came back on for this one real quick final segment. And we just had Carolyn Blakeman on with the former Feds group. You just also got to see Mark and Terry Stamen talking about what's happening with the children. Now, real quick. We want to be real quick with this because we're out of time. We've went way over our time, but it has to be told. We cannot go without saying this. Now, you start tying all of this crap in, right? And you listen to everything that was said. Go all the, Look what they've done with what Carolyn Blakeman spoke about. These are the people or the same people that are calling for red flag laws. You know, remember, these same clowns told you to wear a mask. They told you you had to be six feet away from each other. They told you and they still continue to tell you that your children need to go to school wearing masks. They are telling you now that they need to be you need to vaccinate your kids or vaccinating them at six months old. This is incredible and it needs to stop because you know what? If we don't do something, this is going to get really bad. Go and visit that site former feds group. Now, I want you to really think about this. I want you to dig deep. Close your eyes. I don't care. Just listen. Look, these people are the same people that are going to be talking about to turn in your guns because that's the only thing really stopping them from stomping a mud hole into your communities. And they're already doing it and undermining it with the Agenda 2030 plans. They're already doing it and acting and trying to put forth these laws. And they're also trying to irritate you and make you guys break down because you don't have any money. You can't work. They're replacing your the regular jobs and even here with robots which is, and you have people that go and go and ooh and ah over this shit. Ooh and ah. How do you think this country is going to continue to move forward? And you know what? I, I, I get it. There's some people that don't want to work. But we cannot allow this to happen. Now, let me tell you something. These people are the same people that are going to say that we need to have some kind of mental health evaluations in order to have weapons. These people are putting a, like a woman on her stomach for 216 hours. They're vaccinating children. 49 governors ordered the vaccine for the children of six years old and uh, five years old. 
and only one was Governor DeSantis. These people are telling you that they're going to evaluate whether you can have a weapon in your middle. Who's going to say it? Who's what? What basis are they going to have to be able to sit there and say there's something wrong with you? Do you really want that? And you have Republicans doing this. Right there at this GOP convention in Houston, Texas, for the last several days, those people are all gathering there, rubbing elbows with everything. Now, you got good people there, but you also have the establishment there. And it's not just that. You also have it with the leftists and all that. But, guys, it's here in the Republican Party. They want you to not have any rights. They want to sit pretty up above you. Now, I'm going to tell you who's going to be the one going against them. That's you. But they're going to try and keep you from doing it. And you have to share the truth. And you know what? I told you that we would be making people mad tonight. And it's incredible just what it takes to make the really crazy people mad. And they were doing it to us on social media. And we gave some certain people chances to have an, a, an opposing voice in the loud. But it goes too far. Because they aren't listening. They want to destroy you. And we're not going to play games anymore. You get on here and you go around doing all of uh, on our programming and everything and you start running your mouth, you better be ready for the consequences. You're getting shut down just like you shut us down. You're getting booted. Get ready for that. We're not playing games anymore here. You're not going to get on here and call people that's hurting fascists. You're not going to get on here and call people that's hurting liars. You're the liar. Get on that. All right, we're here at the end of the program, guys. We, 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 don't go away from us. We'll be back with you next week, next Tuesday. We're going to be talking more about stuff. Uh, we want to get on the Ukraine issue. Thank you for joining us. This is Battlefront Frontline. Good night.